Welcome back to another episode of the Jasmine Star Show. I am very happy you're here. Do you want three no-nonsense, no-fluff, super specific things to do on social media today to build your business in your spare time? Boom. I got you. Seriously, if you just have five minutes to mark your business on social media today, I'm going to share a recording from a Facebook Live that I hosted where I gave three actionable actions. Actual actions? Yes, I just said that. Because we're not just taking actions, we're taking actionable actions. Hey, <laughs> you can take these actionable actions and you could watch your audience begin engaging right before your eyes. And here is a code word for our longstanding and regular podcast listeners. Why don't you send me code word actionable actions on Instagram. Why? I want to connect with you. I want to say hi. I want to say what's up. I want to say thank you for listening to the podcast. But only the people who send me that code word. You guys are the real OGs. That's when I know, oh, we got a real, we got a real player. We got a real player. Okay, so speaking of getting people engaging right before your eyes, just like you're going to engage with me by sending the actionable action code word. Before we get started, I want to let you know that in this live video that I referred to in the class, that I will be teaching next week. So I say, oh, I'm going to be teaching a class next week. Listen, this was a recording from a couple weeks ago, but because, you know, that class had passed, I just want to let you know that if you join Social Curator at socialcurator.com, you can watch the replay of the class completely free. You can just go to socialcurator.com and start your subscription. And then you'll find the replay of that class in our private community or by reaching out to the team and asking them to send you a link for our users. Okay, so now that that is out of the way and now that there's clarity so we all get on the same page, let's get this party started. Hi friends, how are you? I was working on this Sunday and it made me wanna pop in and ask a question, start a conversation and talk about business because my husband is with my daughter and I had a rare afternoon to kind of like dig in and do some work and I realized that I had an extra five minutes to spare and my question to you right now is if you had an extra five minutes to spare, how would you spend them? Like just real talk. Now I understand that not everybody would use an extra five minutes to work, but we're talking about me, we're talking about a Sunday, and if I'm gonna geek out about business, well, why not geek out with you? So when I think about building a business, when I think about any spare time, I want to think about working smarter, not harder. And I think that the way that we've been able to do this is to post in less than five minutes a day. And you might be saying, okay, that doesn't really work. And I'm like, well, it works for me. And it's worked as I built a system, but we're not here to talk about the system quite yet because before we ever get into that, I'm gonna actually walk through and outline three ways that you could build your business in your spare time. But I'm gonna be straight out and let you know that I need just one thing from you. And that one thing would be a commitment to consistency. Now, this is where I lose a ton of people whenever I have conversations about business. And it's this idea of consistency and this idea that people are like, oh, well, it's nice to have, but I just don't have the time for it. To which I would reply, I get it. Not any of us, not our side, not many of us just have all this spare time to be di diving in and dreaming about our business. When I first started a business, I was just like, I'm going to be a creative entrepreneur and I'm going to spend time creating. And I pictured falsely that I would have all of this excess time to create. 
But what happens is if we don't prioritize consistency, we will actually be all in theory about what we could be doing instead of what we should be doing. So for speaking about shoulds, consistency is the key to social media, and that's why I'm a huge proponent. But before we get into consistency, let's dive into the three tips on how to build a business in your spare time. So let's get this party started. Number one, it would be to engage with hashtags. Now, I know I'm not the first person to say, oh, engage with hashtags is going to be great for you. But here's where I've noticed that there's like a gap between somebody telling you what to do and then actually showing you what to do. So first things first, and I'm going to show you what I do and what I actually did today. So I'm going to encourage you to choose a hashtag that your ideal client would search for and engage and then leave thoughtful comments on five of their most recent posts. So the way that you would do this on your phone or even on a laptop this morning, I went to laptop, I went to Instagram.com in the search icon. I searched for specific hashtags that I think my dream customer is using. My dream customer is a small business owner. So I went to Instagram and I typed in hashtag small business. And then we have small business owner and small business owners. Now, once I looked at those hashtags, I then moved on to small business love and to small business life. Now, it was on one of those hashtags that I came across this Instagram profile. I love the jewelry. I love the work. And when I read the caption, I was like, oh, I want to participate and I want to let this business owner know that I like what they're doing. So what I'm doing is I'm leaving a comment to engage just to let them know I like what they're doing. And perhaps, maybe, just maybe, they might click on over to my account and see that what my business is offering could be a benefit to them. So this particular post, the post that I just show you and then I'm show you right now, this particular post was talking about um, keeping an eye out for the collection that they have been working on. And so I said, these are simply stunning and then added uh, an emoji. So I want to make sure that when I'm leaving a comment, I'm leaving a comment more than four words because I'm teaching people how I would want them to connect and talk on my account if they decided to come back and leave a comment. Now, I also found this particular post. It said, I started blank business in lockdown when I had some spare time as a side hustle to my full-time job. I really hope one day I can make it work and make it a full-time career and income. But for now, it's all about the evenings and weekends. And then I left a comment, which is right there. I started my business as a side hustle, so I have no doubt it'll turn into a full-time job for you in no time. Me leaving comments, me going to five different hashtags, me leaving comments on multiple accounts, I spent less than five minutes doing that a day. And it's so interesting, the people that you'll meet and the conversations that will get started. Speaking of conversations, if you do tip number one, here is bonus points. If you ask a question that sparks a conversation. So if I say wanted to start building uh, conversations, like right now I'm going into a very busy week. So I likely won't be following up on the comments that I left on other people's posts. However, if I was going into a slow week or if I didn't have a lot of followers, if I was just getting started, I would leave a comment that was a question so that that person can respond to the question and then I can go back and respond to their answer. Why? It's just going to be driving engagement and building trust along the way. Let's dive into point number two. Now, speaking of point number two, if you have questions, leave them here because I popped in to have this short conversation 
but the conversation is always better when you ask follow-up questions because it helps connect the dots because sometimes I talk so fast that my thoughts just kind of lily pad over questions you might have. Okay, so the second of third ways that we can build your business in your spare time is to share in your stories. Okay, so we talk about stories, Facebook stories, Instagram stories, Twitter stories, LinkedIn stories. Record a 15 to 60 second video for your stories sharing one thing you do behind the scenes in your business. So here's why I'm going to encourage you to share a behind the scenes story because they perform really well on social media. Now, if you've ever followed an athlete, even specifically during the Olympics, you're following them on social media, they'll give you behind the scenes look at like the Olympic Village or their training sessions or how what they're doing to recuperate their bodies. Oh, okay. We like behind the scenes. If we see like a professional speaker or a professional teacher and we get to see behind the scenes of how they're preparing for a presentation or some of the most viral videos on TikTok are behind the scenes showing people how they make ceramic keychains, showing people how they clean their camera gear. So behind the scenes is a really great way to start driving engagement. Now, here's the thing, connecting and making stories to go one way, good. But here's some bonus points. You can use the sticker question or you can invite your followers to ask you something and then you respond with a follow-up question. So on Instagram stories and on Facebook stories, you can add the sticker so that somebody can ask a question and then uh, when you are going through your analytics to your stories, you could swipe up and see all of the questions that are there. That's amazing. Like Instagram and Facebook are making it so easy for you to respond directly to a question. Now, there is a much higher likelihood that somebody would respond to you in stories than they would publicly on a comment. I've always realized that after I respond to people in stories, I will then see them start commenting on my account. Why? We're building a relationship. And most people wanna know, well, if I leave a comment for you publicly, are you gonna leave a response? crazy how it works, but I'm telling you, that is what a great way to spend your free time is to put out a story, put the question, respond to everybody's question, and then take it from there, which leads us to advice and action number three, and that's to connect in the messages. Okay, so what does connecting in the messages mean? Well, what we're going to do is to send a DM to five of your most engaged followers and ask them what they want to see more on your account. It will seem a little bit crazy, but what you're going to do is, even if you don't have a lot of people connecting with you, there are some people who maybe like, like consistently like your post, send them a direct message and say, hey, it's Jasmine, I know you follow me, and on Instagram, on Facebook, on LinkedIn, whatever it is, they're like, I really want to start making content that you would find most valuable. What do you want to see on my account? Ask them, and you're gonna be so surprised that people are gonna give you feedback. Now, here's the best part. Hearing the feedback, well, that's amazing. That's R&D, that's research and development for your business. But let's talk about up-leveling and sharing a few bonus points. And that's to respond initially. So if somebody, if I reached out to my followers and I had said, hey, I wanna create more content, and somebody said, Jasmine, I really want to learn how to post on social media faster, I would be like, great. I would respond initially and say, here's a quick tip, but I'm gonna follow up and create more content like this. So I would respond initially and then I would create content using their suggestions and then I would tag them and thank them for the idea. 
So just imagine if I create a post on how to create social media posts faster or plan or having a system and somebody gave me that idea, I can share that out on social and then in the comments or I could share it to stories and say, hey, thank you to at this person for this amazing idea. Man, you start giving that type of engagement and people are going to want to talk back to you. So I do have to admit that I have a confession and the confession is that the ideas that I just gave you right now, those ideas were not entirely comprised of my own. They were coming from the social curator daily action, which means I follow my own advice, develop the system and a program to walk through to make sure that I was taking action. So this is a sneak peek. Every day I log in and it says, up there in the right-hand corner, your daily action. Well, today's daily action was to engage with stories, and so I created a sticker question on my stories, I did a poll, and then once I completed that, I clicked that it's done, I'm moving the needle forward in my business, and I have the option to do even more. Well, here, I can edit a caption to ensure that I am showing up on social. So I just had to give a shout out to where credit is due. I literally follow all of the prompts that are provided for users because it's not enough to show up and be popular on social media. What we want to do is build a business that is profitable. So you can log into your dashboard and see three quick ways to up-level your business. And speaking of up-leveling your big business, if you like making a big impact with a short amount of time, chances are if you're watching this video and you're like, hey, I want to grow my business in my spare time and I want to learn how to post in less than five minutes a day, you're my people. And this week, I, I teach this class once or twice a year. It's back. My favorite class, how to plan, create, and execute a month of social media post in one day. You can register for this live class. I don't want you missing it. Jasminestar.com forward slash planning. I am going to be bringing people on camera. I'm going to be doing group coaching. I'm going to be talking about planning out your content so you are the thing that I think every business owner should and must do to succeed in your business, and that is to have a commitment to consistency. So what would that look like to show up every single day on behalf of your business? Okay, so I said this is going to be a quick chat. Let's dive in and answer a few of the live questions. Brittany asked, most of my posts receive responses when it's my personal image. I don't always want to post photos of myself. How do you spark interest without being consistent? Seated. Well, number one, Brittany, my advice is a simple mindset shift. Because you post pictures of yourself, it doesn't mean you're conceited. It means that your audience is indicating to you what they want to see more of. They're asking you to see more of you. Is that conceited or are you simply listening to what your audience is asking for? It takes just as much energy, Brittany, and anybody else here to think that putting your face on your social media makes you conceited. And it takes just as much energy for you to put out a piece of content and say, this is what people want to see. The choice is yours. Now, if for some reason you still are like, no, it makes me feel conceited, I have to tell you that studies have shown that on Instagram, a picture that has a person in it, a human, versus just like a phone or a bottle of water, it performs 64% better than a photo without a person in it. So 
Brittany, you're not conceited, your followers aren't wrong, and studies show that people want to see other people. Why? Social media was created for people to be social. And so if you're a business owner and you want to use images that are only ever selling the thing that you buy, will people say, oh, well, I'm really not excited about seeing a business commercial all the time. What I really want to do is connect with the human or to connect with the team who's making the things in the business. So in my mind, if your audience is responding very well to photos that you are posting, continue posting that. And if you're not comfortable with it, no problem. But there are different ways for you to show up without using your face. We see this often on Instagram Reels or on Facebook Stories. You can be behind your phone narrating a story like, oh, this is my office, this is my cat, this is how I create a curriculum for my students. You can be narrating, so it's still personal but still not showing your face. So there are ways around it, but Brittany, it's like let's just have like a come to Jesus moment and realize that you showing up is what your audience is asking for. So step into it. Okay, uh, more live questions coming up. So if you have them, feel free to answer them. And we're going to be doing a much longer Q&A, a full-on session at jasminestar.com forward slash planning. And we're going to bring people on camera and do business coaching and live Q&A. Amy asked, I have a question. I'm just starting to post for my ideal client. However, I just don't know where to start. Do I introduce what I am about to post or just start posting of what I'm going to talk about? Amy, just start posting what you are going to talk about. So oftentimes, I often refer to social media as double dutch. I don't know, but like if you're from the hood, double dutch is what you did. So double dutch for people who don't know, there are two jump ropes and you're turning the jump rope and then one person jumps in. So that's what I did like growing up, me and my twin sister and the, the kids like in the hood. We did double dutch. Now, it was so crazy for somebody who never did double dutch. They would watch on the outside and they would just think, okay, well, I'm going to go in at this time. And then anytime they started being super analytical, they got caught up. They didn't jump at the right time. They lost their cadence. It's the people who just said, I'm jumping in and I'm keeping the pattern. AKA, I'm jumping in and I'm being consistent. So Amy, let's just say for the sake of math, because I'm not that great at math, let's just say, Amy, you have 100 followers. Well, the way that the algorithm works is that when you post something to your feed, on average, 3% of your audience will see it organically. Depending on how your audience reacts to it. So it sh let's say it, it shows a post to 3% and a lot of people like it and a lot of people comment on it and a lot of people share that post. Oh, well, it's indicating to the algorithm that's a really great post. So the algorithm should show it to more of your followers. But generally speaking, generally speaking, on average, the algorithm will show your post to about 3%. So Amy, you're sitting here overthinking, well, what should I be doing? What should I be doing? Don't worry about it. Only 3% of people are going to see that post anyway. So theoretically, Amy, you can put, uh, three times three, you could put 30 introduction posts and only 3% of your audience will see it. So three times 30 is 90. You could do 30 introduction posts before your entire audience sees it. You know what I'm saying? So the goal is think about social media like Double Judge, jump in, Keep the rhythm, a.k.a. be consistent. And I promise you, the more that you post consistently, the more that your audience is going to know how to speak back to you. So you're just saying, Jasmine, how do they speak back to you? Well, 
obviously we would love for them to leave comments, but even if they don't, they are speaking back to you by sending you DMs, by liking your uh, content, by uh, sharing your content, or better yet, saving your content. Okay, let's go into uh, Pooja. What do you do if you post a question on your IG stories and no one answers it? How do you boost your engagement? Pooja, that's happened to me more times than I can count. But you ask a question and the best thing to do is to keep it super simple. In fact, okay, this is how simple I want you to keep it. And I'm just showing you this because I want to show that I practice what I preach. Why? I cannot keep it complicated. My goal right now is to drive engagement. I do not want to ask a difficult question like what's your deepest childhood fear? Or do you find that it's very complex? What's the most complicated thing about your work life? Nobody wants to sit there and write the Gettysburg Address. So what you see here is Instagram stories. And I posted this right here, this poll. And this poll, all I'm, I'm not even talking. I'm just pointing. I did a boomerang, coffee or tea. And all I want to do, Pooja, is I want somebody to vote yes or no. And quite honestly, I don't care if they vote yes or no. I just want to ask the most basic question to start building trust in conversations. So much so, dang, I just, okay. So, so much so, what we'll see here is I'm going to swipe up and we're going to see the results. Well, what I can do is I can click on anybody who voted for coffee. Now what I can do is uh, it says Lindsay Lamb. Great. I can click. Oh, hold on. I'm showing you. I can click on Lindsay Lamb's account and I can message her. We have, Lindsay and I have never messaged each other, but let's do this in real time. And let's see by the end of this class, let's see by the end of this class if she'll respond. Who knows? Maybe not. Hi, Lindsay. It's Jasmine. I not so secretly like that you voted for coffee. Uh, makes us caffeinated, caffeinated soul sisters. Okay. Ugh. You guys, when I'm nervous, I don't know how to type. Okay. I just sent her a direct message. Hi, Lindsay. It's Jasmine. I not so secretly, I'm happy that you voted for coffee, makes us caffeinated sisters. I'm going to send it to her. Okay. Let's see. I'm going to go back. Maybe she'll respond in the next few minutes before I stop the Q&A because baby girl is about to come home with my husband and I want to make sure that I am doing something to prepare for dinner. Maybe I will be ordering in. Maybe we'll order. Like maybe I'm making DoorDash for dinner. I don't know, but let's not talk about that right now. Let's, let's still talk about business because I got some time. Uh, Laura says, how can you target an audience that is much younger than you? One thing would be to focus on cultural references that people of a different generation are using, to look at the content that they find funny, and you can repurpose it, right? So then it, sh it shows that you are um, in alignment to what people are finding funny or interesting of that particular demographic. Uh, you could reach out, like let's say that you are targeting men who are age 22, and as a female in her late 30s, you're not sure how to do that. Okay, well, you could reach out to three to five guys who are 21 and then just start asking them, how do you spend your weekend? What do you like to do? What Instagram accounts do you follow? And then what you could do is even if you yourself aren't creating the content for a younger demographic, you could be 
um, a curator. You could be a conduit. You could repurpose. You could say, I found this post. I thought that this was very interesting. Um, if you're going after somebody who's definitely younger, even if you're not creating content on TikTok, it would be so great for you to go and consume content on TikTok because the TikTok algorithm is unrivaled. I have not seen a better algorithm. Like based on your behavior, if TikTok starts feeding you videos and next thing you know, okay, I actually can't believe I'm admitting this. It's happened more than once. The TikTok algorithm is so good that I get a video that pops up from TikTok and it's like, it swipes up and it's like, hey, we understand that you can easily lose time on TikTok, but you've been here a while. Feel free to close the app. Go get some fresh air or something like that. And I'm like, you don't know me, TikTok. So yes, that is how good the TikTok algorithm is. So the minute that you find whoever your niche, whatever your uh, target demographic, you find one creator and you do any sort of engagement. So the way that TikTok algorithm and the way that they're trying to make the algorithm for Instagram Reels is if you watch to the end of the TikTok or if you watch to the end of the Reels, it's indicating to the algorithm that number one, it's good content, and then number two, that that person wants to see more content from you. So if you watch the TikTok or the Reel again, more than once, it's indicating to the algorithm that you like that. If you like it, share a friend, share it with a friend. If you leave a comment, all of those are positive indicators to the algorithm that you want to see more of that content. If you spend 20 minutes searching and engaging with content that you think your dream customer is, TikTok will start serving you up that content and I am telling you, you're gonna get ideas and you're gonna really understand the nuances of the person that you are trying to attract. Um, Ash asked, what do you recommend to post more of stories, posts, or polls if reels aren't available yet for your Instagram account? Ash, when we have this class, y'all, I know I'm talking about this class, but I am absolutely in love with it and it's, it's, we've reformatted the content for how to plan a month of content in one day. It's jasminestar.com forward slash planning. It is a whole redesign because that question that Ash just asked is, what should I be posting more of? Well, y'all, we're gonna dive deep into how to understand and how to figure it out for your business. Across the board, I am not looking at people and saying, you should do 18 reels in a week. No, it's entirely dependent on your business, on your audience, and on your followers. So what we do is, I always recommend to test the content and then look at it from an analytical perspective. What were people engaging with? On average, around a 2% of your followers will be engaging in your stories. So if you have a thousand followers, well, about 20 views on your story would be average. If you're getting more than that, that's a really great sign. Now, let's just say that you're getting 60 views on your stories, on that first story, and then the next story that you post, you got 10. Well, that's an indication that your followers are just skipping through your stories. But if you had like 60 views and you have 1,000 followers, that's already a great sign that your audience is really liking your stories. And if it stays to be around 60 or 58 and 55, there is always a natural fall off. But if you can keep those numbers high, it's a really good indication that your audience loves consuming stories the way that you're presenting them. Perhaps your audience, like you slay live. Let's just say you slay live on Facebook or you slay live on TikTok. I went live on TikTok last week and I have to tell you I recorded a behind the scenes because it was very awkward I had never done it before so I wanted to make a tutorial how to go live on TikTok but then I had to go live on TikTok and I think 
I didn't think anybody was going to show up. There was like, I think, six people who showed up. But I promised myself, I was like, you are going to host a live TikTok and you're going to talk for at minimum 10 minutes and it's going to suck. But you're going to do that because this is how you get better. You only get better when you do things that you suck at again and again and again. And then somebody came on during the live TikTok and he was talking trash. It was a troll. I mean, what, like, I'm, I'm live with like six people, eight people, and there's this troll who's leaving these terrible comments. And so then I was like, well, I have nothing to lose. And then I got all Puerto Rican on him. And I was like, let me tell you something. It is one thing to be a hater on somebody else's live video when you're at home with like Cheetos on your fingers in sweatpants on a couch. Y'all, I just, I just lost it. And then I realized, oh, it's recorded. It's recorded. I don't know if I'm going to share it because I'm just saying it wasn't one of like my, like my, it wasn't, it was not a life's highlight, but I say that because I want to practice what I preach. If I'm telling Ash or anybody else, like you have to test your content, you have to see what your audience wants, well, you're going to have to test it. So Ash, my answer for every person is different depending on their skills, their talents, their audience, what other followers are engaging with. So we'll be able to dive deeper into that content. Y'all, I mean, we're going live this week. Uh, lots of options for classes. I will be teaching them live every single time. JasmineStar.com forward slash planning. And let's go back. Let's see. Oh my God, you guys. Lynn, okay. Okay. I said, let's see if Lindsay responds to my DM. All she did was vote yes on a poll. I sent her a message and she already responded. It said, thanks for the message. Hope you enjoyed your cup of coffee. Y'all, people out here talking trash about my technique and approach. And then I'm like, oh, I can't hear you over the ding, ding, ding of the DMs. Okay, friends, that's how you do it. We're going to go deeper in our live class coming up this week, jasminestar.com forward slash planning. I hope to see you there. We're going to get more scrappy ideas and how to be very strategic. We're scrappy and strategic. Yes. There you have it. I hope you're feeling inspired to take action even in the smallest pockets of your day. If you enjoyed this episode of the Jasmine Star Show, hit the subscribe button. And when you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, or from wherever you're tuning in from today, it really helps me and the team create more amazing content for you. So subscribe to the show so you never miss another episode again. Now, it felt really weird. I'm just going to stop myself and I'm like, oh, more amazing content. And what I mean was I am not the originator of amazing content. What I want to make sure that is very clear is the guests that we have come on. Is that our podcast producer? Is it the members of Social Curator who I get the honor and the privilege to coach? They are amazing. I just simply believe that I am a conduit I am the centrifugal force. I am that centerpiece of their awesomeness. If you have experienced any awesomeness from this podcast, please know I play about 2% and everybody else who makes this podcast come to life plays the 98. So speaking of the 98, speaking of the people, the magic makers behind the scene, if you really loved this episode, I would be honored if you left a review. Like Els Rock, who said, I listen to this podcast like it's my job. I can't get enough of this podcast. Jasmine is fiery, full of energy, and not afraid to tell it like it is. Thank you for consistently awesome content that you put out. I'm a more valuable professional because of it. Ooh, wee. Okay. Thank you, Els Rock. And thank you, my friend, who's listening right now. Until next time, 
I want you to start taking action, any action, because action leads to clarity, not the other way around. Bye for now.